The holiday season is upon us, and so is the stress of what to get for the loved ones in our lives. You could purchase the latest toy or technology, but what if you want to step outside of the proverbial gift box and do something for your kids or grandkids that will last longer than the newest version of the iPhone? That's where this episode of Gimme Some Truth comes in. Nate Condon and Mitch DeWitt gather in our somewhat festive studio to discuss financially-minded gift options that have the potential to keep on giving. Contributions to accounts like a 529 savings plan, 401k, or IRA for your younger generations of loved ones. And while this is a holiday-minded topic, these types of gifts don't have to be given just during the holidays. It's time for some truth. Welcome back to Give Me Some Truth. We've got a couple of us in the booth today. A few of us, actually. Dan is not mic'd, but Dan is here. He's not mic'd. No, he is mic'd. Excuse oh, me. Oh, he is mic'd. mic'd. Yes, he I is. am sorry. I did I'm not mic'd, give you enough credit. Muted. Oh. Okay, okay. No wonder. And, and I am Mitch, and we have Nate here as well. And we're going to talk about a number of things, but we're going to stick to this theme around giving and gifting while you are alive. And a lot of it will be around discussion of family members and things like that and different strategies that you can do, whether, well, actually, I won't even, I won't even go to that. We'll get into what you can do. But first, we want Nate to crack open that V8 that is sitting on his little stool desk thing right there I'm I, for the I, audience. I was not aware of the polarizing status that V8 carries not only in our office i'm i'm gonna go as far as saying uh almost amongst society it seems like people uh, have very very strong opinions on one of if i may the most fantastic drinks on the planet because because there's not that many lukewarm opinions on it it's one That's of those I mean. you it, love or just, hate it. yeah no it, it there, there's there's no like middle ground i mean I've, I've, i i don't know that i've met anybody that was like yeah it's okay See, I kind of like it because I subscribe to the Bloody Mary type of sure. beverage. Yep. And, right. you know, it's, it's no Bloody Mary, but there's a lot of the same ingredients there. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 your your 10 a.m. on a Tuesday uh, Bloody Mary substitute, right? You know? Oh, wait. You, so you're not drinking Bloody well, Mary's I mean, 10 a.m. on Tuesday? Not not in the summer. <laughs> there you go. Oh, there it is. There wow. It is. All week Sweet. after that. There it is. I think I could hear that through the headset. You should, did you hold it up to the mic? I missed it. I did not. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to to oversell it. It's not. You know. It's I just want like a Coke commercial effect of you, like where you can what, hear getting the, the fizz uh, almost. What was the that kind of reminded you? Uh, once you pop the fun, don't stop. Who who was that again? This was like a '90s thing or something. That's Pringles, isn't it? Ooh, I think it is. I think it is. Anyways, when you when you crack that V8, it kind of reminded me of that slogan that just popped so out of nowhere. Tasty. It is actually once you pop, you can't stop. And is it Pringles? Yes, it is. Wow. Nice, Nate. Thank you. Very well done. Very well done. Um, all right. So there you go. So maybe, maybe V8 will, uh, uh, maybe they'll hear this podcast. <laughs> we'll see what happens. So um, anyway, should, should, we, uh, should we get into the meat yes. here? Okay. So like I kind of teased earlier on before experiencing the thrill of opening a V8 Altogether true. here. That's that's very well said, by the way. <laughs> thank you, thank you. We we wanted to talk about this idea, especially as we are kind of at at year end at the time of this recording here. We're in December, and there's people doing all sorts of year end things, but people are also probably talking about what they can do to maybe help family members out. Some people that are maybe wiser 
in age, I'll say, wiser, more right? experienced, more experienced in this game we call life. And there's there's a lot of people that we work with, and and some people are the people are all across the map, right? Some have all sorts of resources to to maybe give lifetime gifts or help support their family in one way, shape, or another, whether it's children, grandchildren, etc. Um, others, right? It might be meaningful things, of course, but there's so many different strategies that we can put into place to help out children, loved ones, like I said. So with that said, Nate, would you like to pick one of the ones that we talked about as we are preparing for this podcast here? What, what is one way that people can, can give to, let's say a family member while they are alive? And then furthermore, what are some of the reasons they might want to do that? Yeah, and I think we we are trying to isolate the idea of while they're alive because I think we hear from a lot of clients that um, they, they, first of all, want to see the impact of their gift, right, of their generosity, and, and, and not at all from a, uh, um, you know, because they want a pat on the back, but more they just they want to see, you know, the, the improvement in somebody else's life while they're still alive, right? So I think that that's a very noble reason why you would give money. Um, and I think one of the ones that that doesn't get thought of a lot, uh, but I think it should, is the idea of of intending your gift to be um, the starting contribution or um, maybe not even starting, but but the annual contribution into a younger person's Roth IRA. And I think that that's one that doesn't get seen a lot or thought of a lot because I think we think of our own income needs to fund our own uh, IRA accounts or Roth IRA accounts. And if we have earning, if, if, if the person that owns the Roth IRA in our example, which would not be the person giving the gift, it would be the person receiving the gift. Uh, if that person, and, and let's lay it out in scenarios so that it makes a little bit more sense, right? So you have grandparents and they want to they want to benefit a grandchild. And let's say that the grandchild is 19 years old, right? And let's say that the grandchild is in college, but uh, works at a job over the summer, right? And so their summer income is, uh, we'll pick a number. Uh, we'll change the scenario a little bit so we can kind of talk a couple different sides of it. But for now, we'll say that the grandchild's income in the summer is 5000 Right. So Mitch, as we know, the IRS says that that person, the grandchild, can contribute $5,000 to their Roth IRA. They cannot do the maximum, which is 6000 in 2022, because they didn't have 6000 of earned income. So even if they receive 6000 as a gift from, from the grandparents, they can't put all of that into the Roth IRA because they didn't earn $6,000. But they can put 5000 in, and the 5000 doesn't have to be their own money. They just have to have earned $5,000 and therefore money can go into the Roth IRA. And Nate specifically mentioned the Roth IRA in this case, because we're, we're using some generalizations here, but generally speaking, a Roth IRA is going to be very advantageous to someone that is young and has a very long time horizon. So we're using, you know, time horizon, one of those kind of investment advisor type of, of words, right? Because it's very important in what we do. But someone's young, and in this case, we said 19 years old. Well, we're, we're starting to, to fund their retirement, actually. Right. In this hypothetical example that we're using. And, right. and their time horizon for someone that's 19, 
think of what that $5,000 can do between when that 19 year old, all of a sudden you fast forward, you know, four decades plus, right. that can be some serious compounding growth. And the Roth, the yes. reason we use that example is because that Roth IRA, all those earnings can be tax free, assuming you follow the rules when it comes to distributions and things like that, but that can be tax free growth. And that's why it's yeah. super powerful and why we use the Roth in this example. Danny, can you possibly uh, find your way to a compounding, just a simple compounding? Oh, oh, oh my I'm gosh. already there. Look at that. I stole his thunder. He's already so there. So 19, we're going to say what? Uh, so 46 so, years, so, uh, 44? So just run it to 60, right? So let's just say so run it to 60, 41. right? So say, so, to, so 41 years. Right. What do you want your uh, annual return to be average? Just say something. Just say five. Cons- be conservative. Just yeah, say six percent. Yep. How about that? Okay. So something that's that's reasonable. Um, and we're not referring to annual contributions of five thousand. Just do one time. Just keep it as a one time. One time. Yep. And what we can play around with different calculations, but just to try to illustrate what this looks like. So we'll, we have a couple projections here. Uh, I uh, I said it as a two percent variance on that. So uh, fifty four thousand is your at 6%, 2% above that at 8%, uh, 117, 4%, 24,000. Okay, so stay with the middle one. So, so 54,000. So 54,000, so the $5,000 gift. Now, again, 41 years is a long time, right? Obviously, we understand inflation and, and purchase power and things like that. But still, to illustrate the point, a $5,000 gift turned into $54,000 uh, when that grandchild hit 60 years old. That's... Pretty amazing. Now I want you to can change one thing for me. Yep. Change the time frame from forty-one years to thirty-six years. So let's let five. So you don't do this when the child, the grandchild's nineteen. You decide to wait until the grandchild's twenty-four. Fifty-four thousand becomes forty thousand seven thirty-six. Okay. It's fourteen thousand dollars that we lost because we simply let five years go by, um, and that's the power of compounding interest. And that also emphasizes the importance of time <laughs> when you right. have time on your side, right? In this case, 19 year old, hopefully they have many, 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 many years right. of, of life left. When time is on your side, it, it can be incredibly impactful. Right. And the same goes for 529s, right? Yes. When's the best time to yes. start a 529? It's right away. Exactly. <laughs> right? It's not when they're 14. Yeah. And the, <laughs> the idea of, of, and again, as Mitch said, follow all the rules and we, we're not going to get into a, a deep tax conversation here, but you know, these 529 and, and Roth IRA allow for tax free growth of our money as long as we use them for the right purposes and follow the rules and things like that. Right. So in the example that Dan gave, whether that money hit a Roth or whether that money hit a 529 for, for a, a, a new grandbaby, right now, the time frames would change a little bit. Um, but that all of that growth in that in that um, calculation is free of tax, correct? And so that that becomes a very very powerful um, mode, if you will, to be able to save money. And then if you change the equation a little bit and say, what if we did this for not just one year, but what if we did this for say, you know, five years or ten years? Now again, that becomes a pretty big and generous gift to change that gift from five thousand one time to you know five thousand over you know, each year for five years or each year for 10 years. Uh, but it's an incredible, incredible way to be able to lever existing uh, saved assets into a, a much, much bigger ultimate kind of end result. The multiplier effect of that is is unbelievable. And not only mathematically, obviously we're we're justifying this from from using numbers, of course, but 
But again, back to one of Nate's earlier points too, is during life, this is something that, okay, that 19 year old may not truly appreciate it during that first round of funding, right? I'm sure they'd say, Hey, thanks grandpa, grandma, you know, this is awesome. But as time goes on, right. As they see that grow while grandpa, grandma is still alive, let's say, um, by the time they're, let's say through college or tech school or whatever they do. Right. Um, in this example, I think we said they're in college, right? So sure. presuming that, that this person graduates, they get a job, they start to realize, Hey, cost of living is expensive. Cost of buying a house is expensive. Oh, Hey, I got to care about my own retirement now that I maybe I have a 401k at work and some of right. those sorts of things. And then they look back and, and see what has occurred in that Roth IRA just over a handful of years whether it's a one-time contribution over right. a few con- or a few years, if the grandparent is still living, they might get an enhanced thank you. You know, I'll yes, say, right. um, not in the form of like returning it financially or anything like that. But as that grandchild ages, they will become more appreciative, and hopefully, the jam- the grandparent can right. can share in that joy. Danny, do you have more calculations, or you, uh, you, you look did. like you're chomping at the bit? I like well, this. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. this. I am jumping the bid. I love I while love you're talking. I'm gonna have some more VA. Good for you. Thank you. Um, so I just ran the numbers. Say you were to give five thousand that in that first year, and then you give on average a hundred dollars a month for the next ten years. We'll just say, you know the twelve hundred a year for the next ten. So you years start the account that. with five thousand. Yep, and then you do twelve hundred a year for the, the next ten years. So eleven total years. years. Okay. Uh, spread that out over thirty-one. Or you have twenty-four thousand at the end of that time frame. That's been uh, invested with compound interest. Okay. The compound interest then of that investment, if you stop there for 31 years after that would be 150,000. There you go. Significant. So what was it? 24,000 went in? 24,000 went in over the course of 11 years yep. and then 31 years of compounding interest on that money. Yep. After you stop contributions, it's $150,000. Right. So or thereabouts. So $24,000 gift in, you know, in, in our representation. Another, turned into one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yes. Well, not even twenty four thousand dollars gift because there's compound interest on that. True. On that right. money, so you're only given what twelve hundred times ten years. It's twelve thousand dollars plus another five, so seventeen thousand. Seventeen thousand. Yeah. Yep. So an- another related thing that we kind of talked about is four hundred one k. Now, yeah. one of the things here, people might say, "Well, hold on, hold on, hold on." Four hundred one k has to be payroll deducted. Yes. Which is true, right? But Again, in this this um, instance of giving, right? Whether it could be parent, grandparent, whatever, right? Aunt, uncle. In the last one, he's grandparent. You can still give some money, right, to a loved one, let's say, and they just because that money can't go directly into a four hundred one k doesn't mean that the four hundred one k vehicle cannot be used. Right now, how do you do that, right? Well, a couple things at play. One, you can still gift some money, grand child uses gifted money to pay for some of their expenses, right? Cause they still got to live and pay for bills and maybe it's rent or mortgage or whatever it might be utilities. Meanwhile, they can crank up their 401k contributions. So then they're greatly reducing their paycheck, let's say. So it's almost offset, right? Gift comes in, they crank up their 401k payroll deduction by an equivalent amount. All of a sudden they're stuffing that 401k, maybe not maxed, right. but they're stuffing it a little more full than, than what they could have otherwise yeah. into that tax advantage vehicle. Right. So the, again, let's play this out. So let's say the grandchild was on, on pace to put in $5,000 a year into the 401k, right? 
Great. Awesome. They're using the 401k. That's fantastic. Young in life, that, you know, good habits lead to fantastic results. So th- that's great. But what if the, instead of the 5,000 that they were able to do, they could get that up to say 17,000, right? So how do they do that? Well, in our example, grand, grandparent gives $12,000 as a gift to grandchild. Grandchild then increases their monthly contribution by $1,000 a month, which will reduce their paycheck, right? They still have to live. So they supplement that increase into the 401k or loss of, of income by the gift that grandparent gave. And that money finds its way into the 401k. They didn't see any drop in their lifestyle, they being the, the grandchild. And the grandchild, instead of ending up at the end of the year with 5,000 in their 401k, they ended up with 17,000 in their 401k. That's yes. pretty powerful. Pretty powerful. And, and by the way, we're, we're pulling some yes. numbers somewhat randomly right. here. And, and again, we're not getting to do a deep dive as far as the gifts in a state tax, right? That's not the purpose of this, but, but we should probably at least mention it, right? Yep. Uh, the, the gift tax, there's an annual exclusion is what we call it. And in 2023 going forward, that's going to be $17,000 per, per person. So per beneficiary, you could say, um, and that gets into all sorts of, of, of complications there. And, uh, the other thing is is the lifetime gift estate tax exemption, which in its current state is pretty high. It's upwards of $12, 12 million of lifetime gifts. Um, but again, we are not here to go into the weeds into the transfer and gift tax code because that is right. an incredibly complex area. Yep. And we also right. kind of say that too is a lot of this will require coordination not only with your advisor, but then also your accountant. So that's, the, that's one of the reasons I bring that up. Yeah. I think that that's a great point, Mitch. We're, we're, we're using numbers because it's, it, it better illustrates the points that we're making. And so, and, and by doing it in, in a more kind of illustrative fashion, it, 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 I think it conveys the information better. However, we are not suggesting it's not advice saying we should give your grandchild $12,000. We're simply saying, you know, if you, if you understand the concept of what we're talking about, then the next step would be to sit down with your financial advisor, your accountant, because you may be doing something that currently that makes these ideas that we're talking about today not as valuable, right? There may be something that you're doing that we're not aware of. So this is not blanket advice for everybody. We're simply saying that from a conceptual standpoint, if if you check the box, yes, of do you want to gift money to family, friend, loved one, whoever it might be, um, if the answer to that is yes, and you have the means to do it, then just handing them a check for X amount of dollars may not be the best way to to do what you're trying to do. Or you 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 may think that that's the best way to do it un, until you hear something like this, and they go, "Wait a minute, hold on." Yes, they would like the money in their hand, but maybe it's better for them if we get this money into. 529, Roth IRA, 401k, whatever it might be. And in some cases, it actually makes sense to directly pay for something instead of handing that check or, or depositing it to one of the, the accounts that you mentioned, right? In that case, it, it could be something like a tuition bill. Right. So let, let's say that you know maybe the, the education planning for a child or grandchi- grandchild didn't occur. Right. Because a lot of times we love something like 529 here in Wisconsin. It's Advest is, is the name of the program. We have clients all over the United States, all over the world. But um, each state in the in the mainland here has a different 
529 plan, which again is tax advantage savings for education. Let's say that none of those types of plans were funded, right? You kind of, mm-hmm. kind of missed out, so to speak. Right. But then you fast forward juniors in, in college, there's a tuition bill. You, the grandparent or, you know, aunt, uncle, et cetera, sometimes paying directly for the tuition bill can make some sense too, as well, just right. from a tax efficiency perspective. Um, so there are ways that instead of just stroking that check and handing it over, right, it, it's worth a conversation with an advisor, with your accountant, et cetera. Yeah. And even, even other kind of non-investment um, type uh, kind of events in life, right? Where the, Whether it be, you know, the purchase of a home, the purchase of a car, the funding of a wedding, um, you know, e- even to the extent of, of, you know, a vacation or something along those lines, right? The idea of, of gifting while you're still alive assuming that, that your uh, means, you know, will allow for you to do this and not affect your retirement. Uh, and that's really the biggest uh, box that needs to be checked is before you're going to give a gift, you have to make sure that this is not money that, that um, unless crisis situation hits, that you don't need, right? right. Because I think that that's as, as, as good as we feel when we give gifts, and as good as as uh, or or as, as as much of an impact as it can have on the next generation or future generations, if you're doing it at the detriment of your financial wherewithal or, or you know well well being, that's a problem, right? So we have to make sure that that box is checked. But assuming it is, then helping out even with some of these other uh, kind of big dollar uh, items in life, house, car, wedding, whatever it might be. Uh, there are great ways to be able to do that and and make positive impact on somebody's life um, while you're still alive. Uh, somebody that maybe doesn't think that they can buy a house because they don't have a down payment, right? Or maybe thinks, I got to wait four or five more years to buy a house because I got to save up my down payment. Well, how much more expensive did that house get that they're going to buy five years from now? Whereas if they bought it today, with help from parents or grandparents by way of down payment, they start then building that equity themselves as opposed to paying somebody else for that equity. Yeah. And, and another kind of unique thing that could be done when it comes to housing is, is not even truly a gift for the down payment. You could also do like a family loan essentially, whether it's for the entire, yeah, correct. entire balance of the home, you right. know, depending on resources and everything like that. Right. But it can actually be a family loan. And and one of the, the catches there is that you should be charging interest, right? And it should be a fair rate. And, and there's uh, tables out there that shows what the kind of applip- applicable federal rate would be for something like that. That's right. kind of blessed as far as, hey, this is a fair rate for a family loan. And you still enable that yes. child or that grandchild to get the house that they maybe otherwise couldn't have. Right you will get paid back with a little bit of interest. It, it can be done by the book, right? And then recognize that way. And that's another way too, where it's not fully gone then, right? It, right. You still want to make sure that you have the means to, to do that and help your, your, your loved one. But that's another way that can be used again to see then maybe it's a growing family. You've got, you know, a young son or daughter, and you see them grow in that house, right. maybe start a family in that house right. while you're alive, right? Seeing some of those things, again, can really be quite beneficial, joyful for everyone involved. 
Yeah, I think that, you know, to, to kind of wrap it up today, that that's really the message that we wanted to get across to people and, and, and don't tie this uh, because of where we're at in the calendar to that this needs to be tied to the holidays, right? That We're using simply the idea that holidays, um, you know, this time of year invokes the idea of gifts just in general, right? Boxes with ribbons on them. Um, but th- this doesn't have to have a time uh, element to it. This can be something that we do in you know, in February, in July, it doesn't, doesn't really matter. But what we wanted to try to uh, emphasize to people is that if you had the idea of, of gifting, or even if you didn't, right? I mean, you have it, if you have a, a sizable estate and you haven't really thought about this, uh, this may be something that kind of invokes some, some thought in terms of maybe I do want to have an impact on family members or friends or somebody that's in need uh, or somebody that just needs, you know, somebody that you want to, uh, you know, affect positive change in their lives. Um, this is one multiple uh, ways to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Dan, is this going to be posted by, when is this going to be posted? Is this going to be posted? Tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. We, we, it's been a couple of weeks. We, you know need, to, why. we need a podcast okay. on you know the, the interwebs. I asked. He wants the, he wants the V8 traction is what it is. Oh. That, that's exactly what yeah. this is. Yeah, he's, he's, he wants to reach out to V8 right at, who, who owns V8? Probably like uh, PepsiCo or something. I think it's or? Campbell's. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, let me oh, check. It sense. is Campbell's. Yeah. yeah. Campbell's Soup Company. Yep. Gross. How many tomatoes does... Campbell's. First of all, tomato soup year. is fantastic. Uh, yes, they go through an insane Holy amount. Uh, located in Camden, New Jersey. Uh, okay. In case you were not wondering, uh, or in, yeah, in case I you was were, were not wondering, yeah. um, the nutritional value is interesting. I'll tell you that when you look at that on the back of this can. But, anyways, I, I was asking because I was I was also gonna at the end here just talk about or not talk ask since there's only three of us holiday tradition. What's your favorite? Holiday tradition could be Christmas, New Year's, Thanksgiving. We're still in that season of kind of all of the above, but who wants to go first, Dan? Ooh, holiday tradition. Um, I would say we do gag gifts uh, in my extended family on my mom's side, where we uh, just basically it's just a, a friendly-ish roast of somebody each, pick a name out of a hat, and wow, you get to roast him. Wow. We did away with it for a couple wow. of years. Oh, that, it's like an offshoot of Festivus is what it is. <laughs> Festivus yeah, it gets for bad. the rest Holy of us. Cow. I've, I've gotten you all roasted pretty disappointed badly. disappointed in yeah. me in the last year. That's that, awesome. Wow, that does sound sad. Wow, does that get a little spicy? Yeah, it does. Holy There was one year cow. my grandma Especially was drinks literally. Are involved. Are drinks yeah, involved? no kidding. Oh, yeah. Holy my grandma oh. was like crying oh. laughing while she was delivering her speech. Because you wow. give like a, it's like a book report. You give a presentation at the end of, or during, to give your gift as you give the gift. I've explained it to everyone of here's what yeah. I got you, what I got you. So, oh man, there's been some good times. Man, I, I don't even know if we, if Nate and I should answer this question. No, I'm going this in a is... different direction because no, it's not even, I can't, I'm not, no, that's, that's like Sorry. trying to follow Seinfeld on, yeah. on, you know, when he, when he does a guest spot at, uh, you know, the comedy store in New York, you're the next comic up as to follow right? that. Like, right. no way. No, no. I'm going to go favorite, uh, Christmas holiday song, Danny. Wow. Ready? The best, best, I'm not even going to say favorite, I'm just going to say the best because this is the best. Uh, Baby Come Home, original by Darlene Love. How many decades are we going back for that? Uh, Darlene Love did that in 60, I'm going to guess, ni- oh, is it the 50s or the 60s? I'm going to guess 1962. Danny, can I get a uh, uh, some Google Love on when uh, the fantastic Darlene Love Put that out there. 
Please hold. Uh, 63. Oh, okay. pretty close. Yeah, yeah, I'll wow. give you that. God, I was wavering between 62 and 64. Wow. Okay. All nice. right. Thanks. There you go. Can we, can, can we get, what, what can we, uh, Rip 10 seconds of that. Can we legally get 10 I'm not, seconds? I'm not plugged in. I can uh, maybe overlay it ooh, underneath okay. it. Okay. All right. So. All right. Fantastic. We got to make that happen. All right. So you either have, tra- I, he, he took tradition and obviously you're not going there. You went, and you I went, went music. I'll song. go movies. Oh, fantastic. Because, because okay. that I, every year Christmas vacation was a staple. Okay. And I love that movie and I need to watch it again. But in the DeWitt household back in Granville, Michigan, growing up, that was a staple every year. And probably close to every year, I'd say, is a Christmas story. So um, I say that because Kaylee and I, Kaylee's my wife, for those that don't know, we're trying to figure out, like, what are the, the traditions that we want to do with our kids? There you go. And it's a lot of the usual suspects, you know? It's baking cookies, yep. doing the frosting, that because our kids are going on five and going on three, I'll call it. So we're, we're still shaping those. But I'm yeah. excited when we get to the point where I can sit down with my kids and watch some of the movies that I want to watch. Right. <laughs> Cause right now we're watching who knows what, right. right. And, and poor Avery, she gets scared during most movies, you know, even frozen and, sure. and some of the, the PG type ones. But, uh, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to some movie traditions with my children. Well. Die hard Christmas movie or not. You know, it's funny. I've never seen it. Same. It always yeah. pops up. The two of you have never seen die hard. Nope. No, Kyle. no, uh, I'm all right. I'm, what what was your movie that you watched? Go Christmas on. Vacation. And why? But what was the other one? Oh, A Christmas Story. I've never seen Christmas Story. What? What? So that actually was probably the setting was probably right around sixty two, I'd say. But yeah. I think it was created in the eighties. Yeah, mid eighties right. is when they actually oh, filmed wow. it. Really? It's one of and those And then deals? this year, twenty twenty two, the the guy Ralphie, right? Ralphie. Yep. Grew up, was probably, I think, irrelevant. Is that safe to say as an actor for, you know, three decades? <laughs> Anyways, they filmed a new one, a new Christmas story. Haven't seen it yet, but I want to see I want to see that because that came out, I think, this month. Literally came out December of 2022. I thought you were from Grand Rapids. Yeah, Granville's a suburb of Grand Rapids. Probably, oh, interesting. I'll call it nine miles oh, out of the city. Interesting. How big is Grand Rapids? The county has over a million. How big is the city? Put me to the test. I'm going to guess 350,000. Wow. It's a lot more sprawling than something like Dane County, though. Like, wow. Okay. Yeah. When you look at the county, Dane County, compared to Kent County, where I grew up, Kent County has just a lot more people, more sprawling. Interesting. Even though, you know, you compare Madison to Grand Rapids, they're not that far off. There you go. So this, this is... Uh, this is good. We're learning about people, and uh, and and I like that. Um, wow, Dan, I still can't get over your you do holiday roast. Like that's unbelievable. Can can we come? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, absolutely. Someone. Please roast. Who's me. getting roasted this year? Holy everyone. Cow. So it is everyone. Okay, okay. I think so. I didn't know if it was. Okay. That's, that's there's nuts. there there's definitely lines though that people are aware of that they should not cross. <laughs> Gosh, that's crazy. Oh man, just capitalize on the other ones, you know. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, should we call it a wrap? You we think? should absolutely. Okay. By the way, uh, before we leave, three point three roughly billion tomatoes a year. Campbell soup, eight hundred and fifty thousand wow. tons. I had to do some digging to uh, see how many uh, tomatoes are in a ton. It's about thirty seven hundred. Well so, done. Again, three point three billion. Again, whether you wanted it or if not. You, if you didn't learn anything on this say. podcast, say, yep. and if you made it to the end, you yep. now know how much how much tomato Campbell yep. soup goes through. On you try to get basis. through a day without learning something new. 
Good luck. Yep. We just We just ruined it again. <laughs> well, thanks, everybody, for joining here on Give Me Some Truth. It was a blast to be in the booth again. We hope that everyone has a safe and wonderful holiday season. We will talk to you soon. Walkner Conan Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor with the SEC. Registration with the SEC does not imply a certain level of skill or training. The opinions expressed by the participants of this podcast are their own and do not reflect the opinions of Walkner Conan Financial Advisors. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for any individual. Listeners are encouraged to seek advice from a qualified tax, legal, or investment advisor to determine whether any information presented may be suitable for their specific situation. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. Thanks for listening, and for further information, please visit walknercondon.com.